Susul. Hello and welcome to Under the Plum Bob podcast, a show made by a couple of friends with similar interests, where we all talk about a great series of games from EA and Maxis called The Sims. Today, we've got a special treat for you. I'm Melissa, and I'm not usually on this team. Oh, I'm Roxy. I don't even go here, except that I do. It's Team Llama. It's my team, girl. I'm Caitlin, and I also go here. <laughs> thanks for uh thanks for having me on kiddos this is exciting for me this is the episode to be on this is gonna be a fun one mm-hmm. i uh I- i'm hit or miss with challenges i think the ones that i find on this from this show from roxy uh i i end up really liking so i'm happy to be here i have very good taste very dramatic oh, all the challenges roxy finds are very dramatic in one way or another. <laughs> they all seem to involve death. Yeah. What? Weird. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, thank you for joining us on this episode. We're going to be talking about the 1% challenge. Um, I don't have a good segue, but it's also our birthday. <laughs> it's our birthday. <laughs> I was sitting here. When is she going to mention it? When is she going to mention it? We're so, one the 1%. Yeah. It is the year anniversary of us sending out the very first episode of the show oh my god you guys i mean technically it's the thursday but most of you listen late so it's fine it's like it's definitely our anniversary week yeah that's kind of nuts hooray and i have a personal connection to this because it's my mommy's birthday today oh birthday roxy mom yeah (laughs) but this is like you know we have to get into this because this challenge is, <clears throat> excuse me, this challenge is bananas. Yeah, that's definitely one of many words I use <laughs> to describe this yeah. challenge. Intense, dystopian, aggravating, aggravating, <laughs> unsettling. So, yeah, as you probably have picked up, I love challenges. I literally will, like, I have the pages on the different sites that have lists of challenges bookmarked on my phone and I like go to bed reading challenges. So, <laughs> uh, I found this one on mod the Sims, which, you know, is kind of a less, uh, common place for me to find challenges. I don't know, but I did. Uh, it's actually not that old. It's kind of recent. It was posted in January, 2019 by a user named purple thistles. And they say they are from Scotland uh, yeah, I was like, oh, that's exciting. And if you go on their profile on Mod The Sims, which of course I can link to, they have several different mods and traits that they've uploaded, but they haven't been updated since 2018. So, you know, buyer beware situation. But but anyway, they oh. made this challenge. And uh, you should know before you start that it requires get together and spa day. Mm-hmm. For the recommended lot that you use, you're, you know, those packs are recommended purple thistles made a lot for this challenge i kind of think he made a challenge to go with a lot to get lot downloads but that's an unkind way to go to, <laughs> to think about Listen, it power syria mm-hmm. but i, I mean, think yeah i don't know the coolest part about this challenge is that you can customize it to fit your gameplay style and or interests which i definitely did 
So that is correct. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to hear yours. Mm-hmm. You're updated. Gameplay story is going to be interesting. We'll definitely have a chew over the lots because, yeah, it's highly customizable. So if you play it by the rules, you need those packs. If you're creative and kind of psycho like us, you can definitely modify it to fit whatever you have. In a nutshell, you have eight sims, seven rooms, seven tasks. Have you got what it takes? So it's kind of like the Hunger Games or Saw meets Big Brother. I love it. That last bit was uh, suggested by Melly, who couldn't be here today. Oh, yeah, there's a lot to unpack in this in this challenge. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. So let's walk through all the challenge rules, and then we'll get into our uh, colorful stories and experiences. How does one begin? So one of the one of the best parts about the challenge writing is that Purple Thistle provided narration, kind of, for each challenge. Like a little Hunger Games intro type thing, which was fun to read <laughs> mm-hmm. for all of them. Because you automatically just go into your F.E. kind of, oh, like, thing. <laughs> and it's just fun to read. Yeah. All Sims that age up into a young adult are eligible to take part in the opportunity of a lifetime. Sims will be put through a series of tests, which by the end, only one Sim will pass. That sim will have proved they have the qualities it takes to become a part of an elite society, leaving behind the weak and the pitiful. Do you have what it takes to be this year's 1%? (laughs) That was the intro paragraph. (laughs) Nice. I just finished uh, American Horror Story Apocalypse, so I'm getting vibes of that, too. Yeah, dystopia. (laughs) So getting set up, you get to create eight sims, which... Might be the longest part of this challenge. <laughs> so you get to create eight sims, young adults, of course. They can be any gender. Gender. They have to be human. So no, no witches, no mermaids, no. You know, the mermaids would have a hard time. <laughs> they have no vampires. No fun. No, no aliens. <laughs> they all have to have the creative trait. Other than that, you can do whatever you want to. So aspirations can be whatever. You can do whatever you like. That's the most, the broadest part of this. Did we, <laughs> is there a reason that you guys discovered for why the creative trait needed to be a part of it? I have a theory. I think because, the, I don't know. That might be why the, those Sims were quote unquote chosen. Ooh, that's a better theory. Okay. Than mine. <laughs> yeah, your theory is good for gameplay. Mine is good for like logistics as far as like the creative Sims are more likely to do some of these things. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's true. I mean, that's what I thought, but I guess it makes the challenge run. But in building my own version of this and not having that be a piece that's included, I kind of thought, oh, I don't like I don't want that to be a prerequisite. But if it's the piece that actually makes the challenge go, then definitely something to consider. Yeah, because there were at least three challenges that creative sims are more likely mm-hmm. to do than not do and not be direct i definitely feel like it shouldn't matter what traits they have like this is the one part of it that i would almost definitely cut out if i did it again okay yeah the trait requirement i'm hoping in play testing my version of this that the creative trait doesn't make or break them actually like going and doing the thing that they're locked in a room with so you need to send me your rules oh i will There's at least two challenges where the creative trait would give an advantage. 
But it's more fun if some people have an advantage and some people don't. Exactly. <laughs> That's true. Hit that random button. Don't be afraid. All the all the randoms. And you could give them all creative aspirations and then they'd have the user trait. Because aspirations oh. don't matter. Oh, oh. That's a good point. Mm-mm. Anyway, Caitlin, continue setting us up. Oh. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I just realized something with the Sims I made. Uh, move your household. So you're going to move your household to Arid Ridge and Oasis Springs and immediately pause the game. You're going to use the mother load cheat to give yourself 20,000 simoleons? 200,000. 200,000? I can math. Commas are important. <laughs> 200,000. Uh, or do the money. However you want to give yourself money in a very fast time. Yeah. 200,000 the, the steps from this point are very specific. And I'm like, yeah, like maybe you just mm-hmm. do it how you Whatever want. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> I'm not good at following rules. Then you're going <laughs> to you're gonna download the 1% house from the gallery. So for these set of rules, you need to do the 1% house. Buy purple thistle to follow the rules that we follow to do like the Pacific <laughs> challenges that we did. Mm-hmm. You're gonna place the house immediately, and you're locking every. This is important. You're locking every single double door for everybody except the front door. Every single double door you lock. You go through lock, 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 which lock, which I found really everyone. helpful that that was kind of built in because you'll find that that is like a big piece of yeah. this challenge, which is like oh shit, don't go in there, people. Sim management. Yeah, exactly. Herding cats. Mm-hmm. I can speak from experience. Do not skip this step. It will get so annoying chasing everyone around mm-hmm. for the challenges. And like, I tried yeah. even doing it room by room, but then I'd forget. And then I'd still have to chase them down. And I was like, why am I so stupid? Yeah. Just lock all the doors. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, maybe mm-hmm. some rules I do follow. Uh, next, you're going to need a six-sided die. <laughs> or yeah. a dice app or a random number generator whatever does you need to randomize yeah. one through six uh siri so. will do it for you if you have ios yeah but this noise is good so well and it helps to have a, a link because there are several times you need to randomize a number that's less than six uh like one in five one in four whatever so it's kind of i'll send yeah. the link that i use because you can put in a custom die number oh i always did the one through We'll get yeah, to the we'll dice. Yeah, we'll get to the later. dice. <laughs> the dice will return. But first, we need to hear about the first room. Please walk us through it, Melissa. Sure thing. Task room one, Bonsai Bonanza. Uh, the description gameplay uh, narration bit is as follows. Welcome to the 1% challenge. Please enter task room one via the front door. If you look around, you will see eight separate little rooms, each with three bonsai trees inside. You will all be locked into your own individual room and must not fail to adequately shape each bonsai tree. Your ability to focus and pay attention to detail is very important to our elite society. I feel now is the time to warn you all that one sim will not pass through to the next room. They must stay locked in their room with their failed bonsai until the end of time. This is the price you pay for failing the 1%. Um, So, like, gameplay-wise, if your sims are like, cool, I got this uh, invitation in the mail to come take part in this uh, cool thing. Reality show. And now I'm locked in a room with double doors that no longer open. Okay, everything's uh, fine. I'll just just shake my tree and everything will be fine. So, 
task room one, as described, it's a big room with eight smaller rooms. You get three bonsai trees in each room. They use that gorgeous, um, like leafy green wallpaper. Mm-hmm. And it makes for like a really narrow hallway with all of these doors into separate smaller rooms. So the first action, the rules dictate that you get everybody in that room and then you tell each sim to shape all three trees. You got to lock the door of each individual room once they're all inside. So this, you know, lends itself to the herding cats uh, aspect. Mm-hmm. Any sim that shapes all three gets to go to the next room. You will probably have to judge whether each bush is successful. In the event of a tie, replace the bonsai trees for the tied sims and direct them to keep shaping until you have one loser sim left. So sort of process of elimination, time, and completion. I realized doing this that I had never done anything with the bonsai trees before, and Mm -hmm. I didn't know what a completed or good successful one looked like. So (laughs) I was like... Is this a failure? Yeah. Until someone actually failed, and I was like, oh, no, all the leaves are off. This yeah. <laughs> they yeah. look like sticks, so, like Charlie Brown trees. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what a good one looks like. I didn't either. In my first playthrough, nobody – I think one – I judged it based on if they made a shape. Yeah. And, like, just the regular yeah. chimback trees, like, weren't doing it for me. Like, that counted as a loss. For the second playthrough, I figured, okay, just those, like – when there's like the garbage on the ground generated from the tree, <laughs> that's that's what I would consider a loss. They recommended that mods don't like don't try not to use any mods except for one that makes them get off their phones. And I was watching it going, get off your motherfucking phone. <laughs> get off your phone. <laughs> yeah. I got that more in other rooms, but we'll get to those too. Yeah. I yeah. I, I was <sighs> it's a lot of like stacking actions. Mm-hmm. And, like, letting them fly and hitting fast-forward a lot. Which, that's okay, because this... I mean, I fast-forwarded a lot. I did, too. Yeah. I mean, it's that kind of challenge. Yeah. You'd be here forever. <laughs> uh, things get, you know, broken up a lot by death later, though. Yeah. Death breaks up the monotony. I think one thing I do like about this challenge is that it starts with the bonsai trees, because a lot of people haven't played with them. So, I was like, oh, okay. And you get to see some of the stuff they can make. And I don't even know. I wonder what someone with high gardening could do. (laughs) And it was funny because some of them would get gardening and some of them would get floral arranging. It was like random what skill they got. Yeah, I got floral arranging. Yeah, and I thought that that, you know, in talks of improving the challenge as it goes along, I thought that like, oh, wouldn't it be interesting if they were able to or had to apply this skill again just to like see mm-hmm. you were you were successful in this room and did a good enough job to make it through. Well, you could send the survivors um, through. Like whoever didn't die has to go through until there's just one. Yeah, that's how I did it. Oh, cool. I didn't I did it like like you pass, you pass, you pass, you pass, and then Yeah, that's what I did too. Especially to break it out in the first part, because you're like, I have nothing to do. I guess right. I'll just release you. you're done. I'll release you. <laughs> yeah. Get so. out of there. But what was your favorite shape? Because uh, I can only think of two. The heart yeah, the heart one was really cute. Especially because my first run through, I was using the Sims I had made for my Love Island challenge, which then I had to go replace a bunch of them because they died. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about our households really quick. Introduce your, your players. Yeah, let's break it up and then we'll go into more of the rooms. Yeah. <laughs> you let them all through except for the one Sim who 
gets to stay locked in that area forever. I did release him. I did let, I opened up all the other locked rooms and let him wander around because I was like, I feel bad. I feel like I'm gonna. I'm just gonna give you more room. It doesn't really change yeah. anything. But I didn't okay. let him stay in. I was like, "All you have access to all the rooms." So he just well, that keeps them from dying. Right? Oh, forever. you mean all the bonsais? Right. No, okay. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. He, no. <laughs> I like the idea of being trapped in a tiny room with bonsai trees. Not that I personally want to be. Let me just say, Roxy? okay, sting for eventual goddess. <laughs> so, so you had. Your Love Island crew. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we had the, the heart one definitely. Like, if you made a heart, you're getting through. And then they had one shape that was Adorable. like the freezer bunny, which was also pretty mm-hmm. cute. Oh. But I, yeah, that's, that's, I like that one. I can't think of any others that were a shape. I wouldn't be a proper Irish girl if I didn't uh, like the clover shape one. Oh, I didn't so. get that one. I guess. Yeah. Oh. I really one is cute too. So, yeah, my Love Island crew, I don't, there's a whole process to my <laughs> madness. Yeah, I know. But I had like, I developed a whole uh, spreadsheet where I can randomize Sims, including like all the details, because I just wanted to have more variety. And uh, yeah, so at the one thing I did, since I knew I was going to do my Love Island play after this challenge, is I let them go and plead for the Sims that died so that not all of them died. And I only mm, had to replace okay. two of them. And one of them, one of them, when I got to the final round where you dance off, I had a DJ booth, which you know, cause you used my lot. And uh, I hired uh-huh. a DJ cause I was like, that's more fun. And then I added him to replace <laughs> one of the dead guys. <laughs> that's funny. He ended up winning with Leah from Island Living. <laughs> oh. So it wasn't even my Sims that won. He's a survivor. Yeah. She didn't die? Hmm. Well, she wasn't in it initially, but... I added her in later when someone got eliminated. So yeah, I started eating townies and I was like, I only ever got as far as adding one townie and then they won. So, and the second time I ran Mm. the challenge, I used townies and I took all the teens that were already pre-made in the game so I could age them up and give them the creative trait, except for Cassandra Goth who already had the creative trait. So I randomized her trait and she got evil. My my game just knows because she was also the matriarch of the, uh, the serial killer, hundred babies. That's our girl. Mm-hmm. We love a goth. Um, what about yours, Caitlin? Do you have a, a colorful cast of characters? Yeah, I wrote them all down. Okay, so there's Phoenix, who's good and cheerful and a musical genius. There's Gordon. He's a geek uh-huh. and self They all also are creative. Gordon, geek, self-absorbed. Holly, <laughs> public enemy, vegetarian, self-assured. Garrison, perfectionist and paranoid nerd brain. Melody was a bro and self-assured and a mastermind. I would think I'm actually yeah. a mixologist. I think I was just randomizing these. Ricky yeah. Waters was romantic and self-absorbed. I like the self-absorbed because only they would be, only those types of people would be okay with this kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and like sign up. Carly is important because she made me, she pissed me off the most. She's a curator. <laughs> She's a bro and romantic. And I also made her like very like full like just looks like one of like very flirty and i uh, and then there's steve who was ambitious and unflirty and wanted a successful lineage and i had them all color coordinated so they all had different colors to make it easier on me so i'd be like oh the pink person (laughs) is doing this again god (laughs) yeah color coordination i like that idea it's like how i'm kind of shaping my version of of this like sort of observing the patients my group (laughs) 
is my Seven Deadly Sins Sims. Um, I happenstance made them, you know, before we even mentioned in the group chat that we should maybe do a like a makeover Monday, I think, yep. coming up of Seven Deadly Sims. So I got them on lock. I think I originally created them for like an asylum challenge, maybe, because it's got one, you know, the eighth Sim is like just like the straight man. Mm. Every um, man. A woman, but. Yes, Hannah Strait <laughs> in particular. Um, she's like your regular person. We have Devin Slovansky, who is sloth. Um, Amara Marquez, who is like lust, like amour. Um, Eustace Nien, um, he is the evil, that's not a sudden, deadly sim. He's our envy boy. We have Mara Anagonye, who is wrath. Uh, Gordon McDougal, young adult. Uh, they're all young adults. He is, he's not sloth. I think he's gluttony. Gluttony? Yeah. He has a fedora. Shots fired. <laughs> um, Disclaimer, Melissa's feelings do not represent the feelings of another Plum Bob podcast. <laughs> no, no. No, I'm sure they're Gorge. It's funny you both had one's named Gordon. I'm sorry. But some people agree with them. Just to, yeah. yeah. But, like, I felt like gluttony, Gordon. you know, Gordo, word parts. Eustace is greed. He's, like, a, you know, oh, okay. rich Eustace. guy with, like, a like a cute suit. Desiree Covet oh, yeah. is envy, <laughs> and she's, like, adorable. We'll put these, I'll put these on the gallery. Um, and We have to put them up when we do our Seven Deadly Sins week. Yeah. Coming Thanksgiving week, 2019. And finally, Priya Aljamil, who is, like, a Tahani clone. I was going to say, do um, you know- didn't I hear uh, Chidi's last name a minute ago? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was definitely watching yeah. Good Place while I made these. I need to watch the new. Uh, I need to watch the new one. All right, Caitlin, roll some dice. No transition for you, Melissa. <laughs> roll the dice. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm transitioning. It's okay. I ruined your transition. From so the end of the first challenge, once you have your lone sim who did not successfully shape any bonsai trees, the loser sim must stay locked in their bonsai room. And the other seven sims all go to the next room. You lock the last door. They're stuck. They're forever. And we get to the sort of... Yeah, they're trapped forever, well, maybe. Well, one of several interactive also, sections. Also, they probably only failed on one of their trees. <laughs> probably. Mm. So the, the, this part is the interactive part. Because for the most part, you are watching. But this, you get to roll a dice or hit the randomized button on whichever, however you're doing this. Okay, if you roll a one or a two, one of the successful sims must swap places with the losing sim in task room one. Important, the sim who performed the best in task room one is exempt. So you're going to be rolling a one through, uh, roll the die again to pick the sim. Oh, yeah, because there are, yeah, so it's one through six. Yeah, it is one through six this time. Yeah, this is like the one time it's one through six, and then yeah. later it's always I just, variable. Yeah, I did a random number generator for these ones. If you roll a three or four, you may <laughs> control one sim of your choosing for a maximum of two hours. And I think you also get to pick which two hours you're picking, mm-hmm. which, which is also important because you can... Oh, I did not. Really? You just did it right away. I just did the first two hours. Very interesting. I've always did it the last, the two hours before. I was like, you're taking a shower. You are eating. You are going to the bathroom. I swear to God, you are going to the bathroom. (laughs) That's interesting. If you roll a five through six, 
the losing sim may be granted access to the restroom. No swap needed. But they have to stay in the restroom of that challenge until mm-hmm. the end of time. So they're allowed to live. Yeah. I think this is a Scottish thing because call, or they always called the middle room the restroom, which makes sense. Rest- but in America, restroom is bathroom. It's the bathroom. So the mm. first time I did the challenge, I thought they meant just a bathroom. Lock them in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized, no, wait, it's supposed to be the whole area. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it felt really dumb. And then the, every restroom, make sure they claim a bed because they won't sleep or something. They just won't. Sims are stupid. You just claim a bed <laughs> for each of them because if you don't, the games won't always work and the sim won't sleep or they'll keep trying to sleep in each other's beds. There's a bunch of single mm-hmm. beds, so no, they can't canoodle too much in this if you have some romantic sims. And then... Oh my god, this challenge with wicked whims. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. Yay! Oh, my God. And then you can't touch, you can't direct The Sims until 9 a.m. the following day. That's the last bit. So who, did you guys have notes about who won and lost and what you guys did? For yeah. Uh, yeah. No, not for every round. I did for I three. remember who lost my townie ones because I did that one recently. I think, I think I'm remembering. Like, I have a couple I wrote, notes. I wrote so. it down. I have the game open to jog my memory, so... In the townie round, which is the only one I'll remember the winners and losers, Luna Villarreal lost the bonsai challenge. Oh, no, Luna. And uh, she did not get to switch places. Uh, that happened quite a lot, but I think that was the time I got to control a sim for two hours, and I just randomly chose, uh, I think it was, oh, what's that guy? Wolfgang. Mm. You would want him to win, I feel. <laughs> was he your favorite <laughs> to win? Uh, I didn't really have a favorite, honestly. I didn't have a favorite till the end, because I started to hate yeah. some of them more than other ones. But Wolfgang did make it to the final two. I good for him. Uh, Carly, the flirty one, she lost, but I rolled a one, <laughs> and then when I rolled, so she got to swap places, and when I rolled, uh, one of the Ricky. Let me look. The other romantic, the other sim with the romantic trait ended up swapping places. So in my brain, he was going, oh, no, no, no. I'll sacrifice myself so the beautiful lady can continue. And I was like, oh, God. You're so So obnoxious. So Ricky stayed and Carly, (laughs) the flirty girl, got to go through. (laughs) Nice. Which I thought was very reality TV show. Yeah. That's funny. Do you remember for years, Melissa? Yeah, my greed sim was the one that lost, which is like, oh, you can't handle your green, eh? <laughs> so he lost, but I rolled, and uh, little old Gordon with his fedora had to stay behind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We both rolled a one. You guys two. had a lot of swaps. I had a lot. Yeah. I had a few yeah, I had a swaps. Couple. And I was getting real pissed. Yeah. I had almost no swaps the first time I did it, but the one that I remember <laughs> we'll be talking about, the townie one. Yeah, I had more swaps. Yeah. So the task room number two, like 9 a.m. <laughs> 9 a.m. comes around. And uh, if you're paying attention and don't miss it and start at 1030, like me, uh, <laughs> yeah, you, we get all the sims. Same, some of them. Same, I did. Some yeah. of them are like, shit! <laughs> you, wait, you rouse the sims, you cancel their actions, you move them into the next room, which is logical logistics. And this room is full of chessboards. You usher them into the room and lock the door behind them. So now they're trapped in this room from nine to five. What a way to learn a living. <laughs> Welcome, survivors. 
I do hope you got enough sleep last night, because today you will be in this room until 5pm showing us your logic abilities. Being able to problem solve is one of the many qualities we expect of our 1%. Once 5pm is reached, we will know your logical ability. <laughs> and all but the lowest scoring will be granted entry to restroom 2. Good luck, you're going to need it. Which is true. So yeah, in okay. this game, or in this room, you do not direct the Sims to do anything. So you can't tell them to play chess. You just have to watch them talk and talk and talk and play on their, around on their phones and not play chess. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't matter, but double check their skills. If they happen to have the logic skill, make note of what their skill level is because it's based on the highest skill gain. So if someone already had it, they don't have an advantage. You just count how much they earned since entering the room. And these challenges are the ones that's easier to have just make new sims when you go in, so you don't have to... Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. Because I had that problem because I used townies, but um, it didn't come in too much. Yeah. I just made notes of skills they had. Um, and you didn't know this. You you didn't. You might not know this. What? You, have your, <laughs> you didn't know this. What if I did? No, you didn't know. I erased it. No. Yeah, oh. If you hover your mouse, <laughs> the fuck? PC player... If you hover your mouse over the skill bar, it'll tell you the exact percentage of the skill that they have. I didn't know that before this challenge. (laughs) It's a little tricky. Like sometimes I forget it's there and I really wish they had it for the relationship bar because Love Island was hard, y'all. But yeah, so that's the thing. I don't know if console players have the same ability or not if they have a cursor. I mean, I'm assuming they do. Well, now they can hook Mm -hmm. up the mouse and the keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and if there's a tie, they have to play a game of chess and the loser stays, but that wasn't an issue for me. Oh. I didn't yeah. I didn't get a tie. I don't think I had a tie in any room. And then uh, you know, you lock the loser in, you move the others to the restroom, and you roll the dice. Mm-hmm. And so you gotta keep track of that little chart yeah. of what happens when you roll the dice. So guys, uh did your Sims play chess? Some did. Some did not. I did. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Frickin' Carly lost. Want to know what I rolled? <laughs> Freaking two. So another another dude oh. sacrificed himself <laughs> for her. It's good to be flirty. I was so mad. I was like, you're failing every challenge and you are getting away with it. <laughs> this is the reality move. This is a reality <laughs> star move if I've ever seen one. I'm getting so irritated. So my Tahani pride sim Tahani? Uh, lost no. in the chess room kind of extra funny because like she's like definitely the one percent like so Mm -hmm. you know from a headcanon standpoint she should be good at all of this stuff but yeah Mm. she got stuck in that room and i think that was the first time i got to roll controlling the sim for two hours and i picked hannah straight i picked the straight man (laughs) because i guess i was rooting for her to win but i did the first two hours that like like the very next two hours of gameplay. So I got her into the room, got all of her needs taken care of, and then let her do fuck all. Watch her ruin it all before nine o'clock. <laughs> exactly. And a little bit, not crazy, but I was like, like she didn't pee. Like I had her do all of her stuff, and then she went about her life. And then it's like inching closer to nine in the morning. She has to go to the bathroom. I'm like, girl, can you please use the toilet? She did not. She, everyone was very dirty in this challenge. Yes. This is a smelly. What about you, Roxy? Actually, no. I think I remember who who lost the challenge. And I think it was Malcolm fucking Landgrab. <laughs> and then that weasel got lucky and swapped places with poor Sophia Bjergsen. Oh, no. I was so mad. So I was like, he deserves to be here. He didn't 
do anything all day. And then he got saved by the dice. That's crazy. That's kind of yeah. nuts. So into the following room, uh, task room three is titled Paint Your Perspective. And the rules description goes a little something like this. <clears throat> Well now, I imagine life in the challenge house is beginning to get tough about now. Did you enjoy the use of the shower in rest room two? Now, today's task is all about showing us your painting ability. Many of us in the 1% are painters, and we feel painting can provide a deeper look into a person's psyche. Each of you will enter your own painting room and paint a single, small, classic painting for us to judge. No pressure now. <laughs> So setup is similar to the bonsai room, you know, a bigger room with tinier rooms sectioned off, each with its own art easel. Once 9am hits, you can direct each of your sim to actually paint, like you can tell them what to do because you have to select small classic pictures. I was afraid that I messed that up somehow. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I did it and I was like, yeah. oh no, was I supposed to direct them? Oh no, oh no. Yeah. Luck luckily with this <laughs> one, it's not like, based on like who finishes first although that usually does help with judging for most of these if the sim does not complete their painting they are automatically the losing sim and that can happen probably in cases of like exhaustion or like i'm too uncomfortable to do this yep after a while uh so that they lose out all sims complete their paintings the sim with the lowest value of painting is the losing sim if there's a tie all the sims but the tied sims should be granted access to restroom three the tied sims will paint again until there is one loser so how did everybody do and don't oh, yeah. forget roll the dice and the uh top person has immunity i think immunity persists mm -hmm. throughout the challenge so yeah, I, the other Villa Real child, Hugo, refused to paint. Of course he did. Tried, really? You go no. I tried all day to get him to paint, and he would not. And I'm like, fine, you're dead. You just die. <laughs> he got lucky, and he got access to the restroom, Ooh. so he didn't die. Okay. Um, freaking Carly did the least. She rolled, <laughs> had the least amount, but I rolled a six, so she got to live. And I was so mad. I was like. You Piece of shit. Like, I was so mad. I was like, you failed all three challenges and you don't get to die. <laughs> so mad. That's so funny. She went on to have a, a career as a reality TV star. No, she just gets to be very sad and lonely in that room forever and always. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Spoilers. Mm. All right, what about the sins? Sin the sinners. Painting. I think it was Desiree Covet, our Envy girl. I love that movie um, so much. Everybody completed, but I think she just painted the least impressive thing. Yeah, that's what happened with Carly too. She had a yeah, and when and I when I rolled the dice again, I got a control a sim for two hours. Ooh. I think yeah, because nothing else happened, um, and she she stuck she got stuck in her room. Desiree Covet sounds like a perfect or Hunger a Games spy. name, like Effie Trinket, or she's a spy somehow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like yeah she's a character in a murder mystery box <laughs> game I actually played a murder mystery like you know those boxes they used to have where like you'd set up a murder mystery party or whatever and uh in high school i was desiree in one of those we did those as uh plays in high school like we did oh, cute. dinner theater as like one of our shows one year oh wow yeah, we were underfunded very creative yeah. uh <laughs> oh i'm sorry I'm going to start to get really more frantic after this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Steve dun, dun, dun. dies at 10 p.m. and none of the Sims were sad on the lot. 
is my next note. Yeah, because he was so they didn't know him that well, and he was all the way back in room then, one. Yeah, I was just gonna yeah. ask, like, is it is it at this point that some of your uh, yeah. folks start dropping off? They start dropping off, and also this is my pencil got really dark, and I was capitalizing <laughs> a lot of stuff. Holly is stupid, didn't sleep at all, passed out <laughs> twice during the night. <laughs> Oh, you were like shaming restroom behavior. Yeah. Like, well, she was, she just kept passing out and not going to sleep. And I was just watching her like, girl, just go to bed. Like, and I was like, I, that's written like sideways. And I have like arrows pointing. Like, that are- is so funny. <laughs> yeah. Restroom behavior is uh, not the pinnacle of sim intelligence. No. Let me just say there's a lot of uh, napping, uh, standing around talking when you need to pee or eat. Mm-hmm. And there, the rooms, if you play on the lot by Purple Thistles, the rooms start having fewer and fewer facilities. So they start having issues with getting into the shower when they need a shower, etc. Silly Sims, what are you doing? I'm so irritated at them. Gordon, who was locked in the first room, he got uh, very stinky and passed of, of starvation. Gordon died during the next challenge for me. Gordons do not make it mm. well in this. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hashtag no Gordon. See, I never had anyone die during a challenge, so I'm interested in hearing how that went. Are we moving on to the next room? This is the yoga the yoga room. Well body, well mind. Well, well, well. Okay. Yeah. So here is the um the text that the, I'm assuming gets piped into their speakers. Welcome, survivors. In the wellness room, you will be expected to work on your yoga skills until 5 p.m. the same sim day. All sims in the 1% must be calm and in control of their emotions, as well as their bodies. This prevents such rash emotions such as anger and lowers crime rates. Oh, you may by now have heard rumors of dying losers. Just rumors, I assure you. Good luck. That's the the lead in. That's a, it's my favorite it's lead so in. It's so good because you're just like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> you can imagine yeah. <laughs> one of the other ones. You're like, they did well, what now? Who? Did mm-hmm. And they're like, what rumors? We didn't hear anything from anyone until you just said that. Why did you yeah. tell us that? <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> really simple. You direct all the Sims into room four. Lock the door behind them. Important. And then the Sims with the lowest wellness gain is the losing Sim. And if there's a tie, the tied Sims remain until. One has a higher wellness than the other. So whichever sim does yoga first, the winner. (laughs) (laughs) My sims loved yoga. I was so surprised. The townies were all over it. They were, meh. Mine did okay. Mine were, I'm trying to think. It it didn't go well. Everyone at least attempted it. Everyone built at least a little bit of skill. No, I lied again. (laughs) This is the one where I had to extend it past five because there were sims that didn't do it at all right so i moved everyone else into the restroom to do again fuck all um (laughs) and i kept the two who didn't do anything in the room until one of them like went to a yoga mat and got like one percent of the skill so i determined that the loser was just the person who didn't build the skill at all didn't try Mm-hmm. And that was my wrath sim, Mara. She um, she stayed behind but got access to the restroom. So that was the first one after everything she was able to join in with them. But she didn't get a bed, so. Oh. Well, do some no bed. Because oh, there aren't enough. The room. There yeah. Aren't, they, there aren't enough beds? Oh, you were supposed to send them back to the other one. Oh, the last yeah, one? Yeah, the one they were yeah. before. 
Yeah, they're supposed to, if they get sent if they get access to the restroom, unless it's the first room, they go back to the last restroom. Got it. Yeah, I didn't do it like that. <laughs> that happened. Yeah, that actually that happened to Hugo. So she he was all alone in the That's restroom prior to the painting room. Carly lived from a psychology perspective though that's like kind of rough it's like well you get to live but forever you know here's our last night with you i guess <laughs> oh yeah that's kind of fun too i mean i don't think it matters we're not gonna ding you for messing up the rules because i'm how dare you yeah i haven't even gotten into like what i did with my first round of this <laughs> challenge where i totally uh, my note go is gordon died during this challenge holly passed <laughs> out and had an accident before 11 a.m., and then I have five check marks, so she passed out five more times after that. <laughs> so many of the Sims didn't eat before and are whining about it, is my next note. <laughs> Sims are sad about Gordon. Garrison passed out twice, and somehow Melody has the lowest wellness. So everybody, so Melody stayed behind. I rolled a four, and I picked, so I got to control Steve, and I picked Steve because he complained the least during the during the last challenge. And I controlled them <laughs> nice. the two hours before 9 a.m. <laughs> Smart. It's a good strategy. Like, I really, I didn't even, that didn't cross my mind at all. So, good on you. How did Gordon die? What did he pass of? Uh, I think starvation. Yeah. Yeah, starvation is pretty much the only thing you can die of in this challenge, I think. Yeah, interesting. I'm not going to tell you who lost the well-body, well-mind part of the challenge, because you can go to YouTube and watch <laughs> all my townies doing the... challenge on there. Hell yeah. Let's get on to the fifth task room. Music magic. At this point, we are down to four people. Yeah, and then there were... Yeah, there's little tiny rooms in each corner of the room with guitars in them. I have another Holly pass out count in the corner of my page. (laughs) Get it together. Seriously. Do you know what a bet is for? Again, you just direct your Sims into their individual rooms, and you actually get to tell them to play guitar, but then you leave them alone for the rest of the day. So it's up to them whether they keep playing and how well how well rested they are. And the voiceover is such: <clears throat> "Welcome, survivors. I hope you are feeling grounded and centered after your day of yoga." Today, you will be showing us your ability to learn the guitar. We know none of you know how to play already. This will demonstrate to us the speed of your ability to learn new things, which will be very important as a member of the elite society. You will need to learn our ways, and fast. Good luck. Interesting. (laughs) And then you roll the dice, and they go to the restroom if they're so lucky. Yeah, for anyone interested in playing this challenge, Roxy uploaded a lot that has the traditional rules followed, but at the time of my downloading it, adding to my game, and using it to play through a second round with my Sins Simmers. This is the room that you forgot. (laughs) Oh, I forgot the guitar room? Yeah. Yeah. I threw one in real quick. Yeah. So what I did was, well, let's talk about the lots after we finish all the rules, because I have feelings. Yeah. No, we definitely will. So yeah, that's it. Uh, Next, after your... How did... Oh, you've got to say who who won and lost the guitar things. I'm abstaining. (laughs) Okay. My notes are as follows. Holly finally, all caps, took a nap in a bed at 7.30 a.m. She passed out. This was in the room before. She passed out five times in the restroom before she did that. All Sims but Steve are in red or yellow for bladder or hunger because they didn't (laughs) eat or go to the bathroom. Holly never picked up the goddamn guitar, so she lost. I rolled a two. 
Garrison had the highest relationship with Holly, so he took her place. Melody yogaed until she died. <laughs> <laughs> she died from yoga. I think I was just showing you guys a couple of the pictures. He legitimately was just like, the fuck is going on? I swear, every time he showed up, he was like, what? My grim uh, started doing bonsai after he reaped that soul. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> And I really wanted him to do yoga, but I don't think he's programmed to do yoga. Oh, yeah, because he's programmed. Sad. Oh, poor yoga. He could do with some yoga. He needs some relaxation. I really wanted a screenshot of Grim doing yoga. So for mine, Greed lost, but this is the other one where I rolled and they had to swap. So Greed, even though again, (laughs) placing last, got to go through and swap with Sloth. I mean, part of the 1% is that you're a immune from the rules and you're likable people want to switch with you yeah i wasn't as worried about him at this point though because like we were close to the end and i'm like you might not die (laughs) but i think at this point like one or two of my left behinders were also dying or dead all of starvation yeah for sure the only sam of mine that got sad was hugo and i think it's because he was um what's her face's sister brother yeah, um, yeah there you go. So, yeah, my Sims are all sociopaths. <laughs> Perfect for the <laughs> Or at least the townies are. I didn't make them. Yeah, we're totally blameless in this situation. The Love Island Sims were all kinds of sad. So, Task Room 6 is titled Llama Luck. Llama! Involves playing <laughs> Wait the Llama. Don't wait the Llama. The voiceover goes as follows Welcome, survivors. Down to the last three of you. You should all be very proud to have come so far. Sadly, two must go yet. However, let's have a little fun today and play a game. Of course, it is fun for you. For us, we will see more of your morals, your ability to cope with failure or success, and how well you cope under pressure. Only the best become the 1%. Good luck. (laughs) Under pressure, looking down on me, looking down on me. That's all I read. That one is like, yeah. Or wait, is that which one's the Vanilla Ice version? It's fine. I think you got it. Anyway, I'm pretty sure Vanilla Ice ripped off that song. He did. He stole. He stole that lick. Yeah, he stole. That has been proved in court. I'm pretty sure. He stole that lick and used it in his song. Yeah. Um, for this room at 9 a.m., you get the three surviving Sims to go into this room and sit around the Don't Wake the Llama game. This was hard. This it- was this was the most hurting cats, I think, for me. Also, <laughs> because the winning selection wasn't clear either. So yeah, you're supposed to have best out of three. Or five. Or five. And like yeah. the first one, I swear there were two winners. I'm yeah, like, that's what I had what? too. Because there's only one loser per round. It's the person who makes the llama thing topple. Just like it's basically Jenga with a llama on top. Yeah. I think I did best of three like elimination rules. So Greed lost the first round. I kind of just think it's easier to go with whoever loses first. Because then you have a winner and two winners and a loser. Okay. But then what did you do next? Did you have the two winners play? No. I mean, just to end it there. It's just easier. Okay. I managed I did all three I did three games and I actually had a pretty like Holly lost two Steve won two but Phoenix won all three Mm. so it was very like clear like oh okay you could kind of go by moodlets because every time a game ends they get a moodlet that's either happy or sad that's Mm -hmm. what I did 
Which is weird. You think this would be something that would embarrass you too? Like, but the yeah. happy and sad are the only ones. The biggest issue I had was getting them to play because some of them just were not mm-hmm. like I'm sad, and you're like, please for the love of God, just play this game. I know. Yeah, I'm, right. Oh, mm-hmm. I know. Like you're you're hungry. That's your own fault. All this is your own fault, except the fact that you're here. But the fact you didn't eat or go to the bathroom or shower, not helping. Not, not my problem. Well, and if they won't play, then they lose. So, yeah. Problem solved. So I think what I did is best of three, and then the person who had the most losses um, lost. Yeah, the winner part, it was easy to figure out who won. But then, yeah, yeah, the second and last place were harder to determine. So that piece could use some tweaks. Um, yeah, it's harder to just swap it out entirely for a different activity. That's my suggestion, because I just don't think that the Wake the Llama game is done very well. Yeah, or there's other skills they could have attempted. Exactly, like it's more int- skills are more interesting to me, even though mm-hmm. I get that like they're trying to give them a break. But yeah. who? No, let's let's be evil. Let's be fully. <laughs> yeah, let's fully, fully commit. Fully Lean into it, man. Yeah, Come on, we're already we're already doing this. You might as well go full for it. Like, yeah, I had uh, my straight man lose on this one, no. so I lost my like my winner pick. So it was down to lust and greed. Mm. They all fit right in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and my straight man Hannah got locked in the room. So, but I did get to control the two hours for uh, a sim. Which now that I didn't have my winner pick anymore, I just kind of picked my new favorite, which was uh, <laughs> lust. I I also rolled a four. We matched a lot in our rolls. Yeah. Uh-huh. I controlled the Phoenix since I controlled Steve earlier, and Garrison died during the course mm. of this. <laughs> Besides, Phoenix is a cool name. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty cool name. Thanks, Randomizer. <laughs> She's rising through the ashes. I don't think she won anything, but she managed to make it. This yeah. Way. She didn't annoy me throughout the game, so that there's that. Beautiful. I was left with, with my two Sims that annoyed me the least. I was very happy. I was like, good. You guys actually, like, went to the bathroom and stuff. So maybe you do belong in the 1%. (laughs) We got low standards here. But high? (laughs) Life or death. But also bathroom. Yeah. Uh, Do you know how to bathe? Do you know how to eat? Do you know how to sleep? Welcome you could be in the 1%. (laughs) Oh, here's this is another piece I want to mention because I got to control lust and that happened to fall on the uh, Love Day holiday in my game. So I used some of her two hours. Uh, I, I filled up all those needs, but then I stacked a couple tasks, actions, whatever. I had her do some flirty interactions with um, with Greed, who was there, and she got, like, an extra moodlet boost from it being, like, a great holiday. So Good move. I don't know if that did anything, to be perfectly honest, but, you know, interesting, interesting outcome. Hmm? More in the mood for dancing with that flirty outcome? Mm-hmm. Stay tuned for how that worked out. Mm-mm-mm. The last and final task is... The dance finale. Because it's not a good finale if there's not a dance. That's right. So this one is, long story short, they have they do a dance-off in which everyone has the the higher skill wins. Here is the, uh, the verbiage that they wrote. 
Congratulations, you made it to the final room and the final test. What better way to finish than a test of your dancing skills? We, the 1%, do enjoy a good dance, and whichever one of you wins the test today will be expected to dance at the welcoming festival. I do hope you enjoy the luxurious restroom six. It is but a taste of life living with 1%. Good luck. So at 9 a.m., you unlock the doors. You direct both sims to the dance room. You lock the door behind them. Make sure music is playing on the speakers for the love of God. And then you don't do anything until 5 p.m. No, we dance until 1 p.m. Yeah. I was like, just watching, like, for the love. And I said, thanks, Steve. And then- <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be fun if you had, like, at 5 p.m. have them do a dance-off. Just because. But I do think because it's random. And at least yeah. the dance percentage means that one of them tried more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One. I think that's why you're. It, it's not just a dance-off, because a dance-off is random. Yeah, that's true. And at this point, you don't want it to be a more... It's more of their own fault. My note had, Phoenix is sad, her friends are dying, or something. She danced at 2.30. So Steve <laughs> won! <laughs> Yay, Steve! Mazel. We're so proud of you. Steve! Yeah, um... Yeah, Lust was in an extra good mood for, for I guess, having a successful love day, and she pulled it out. Greed did a dance, you know, he, he held his own, but at the end of the day, the skill gain went to Lust, I think, because he had, like, a moment where he took a break and was, like, kind of bummed and stuff, and she was still riding high from a good holiday. So, interesting, uh, interesting strategic play there. Yeah. I've now realized... So Steve's traits are ambitious, unflirty, and creative, and he wanted a successful lineage. And I'm like, Steve is made for the 1%. Yeah. Yeah. Romance will not get in his way. That's right. Uh, so I had Wolfgang and Cassandra at this level. I think I already said Cassandra won. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I did or not, but it, she did. It, it was meant to be. <laughs> um, and like Wolfgang, all he would do is stand there and talk. Like he danced a little bit, but he just kept talking to her constantly. And I tried changing the music. I was like, maybe it's this isn't his jam. Maybe if I put yeah. on something that he likes, he'll <laughs> dance. No, he just would not dance. It was just like, okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> Cassandra doesn't care because she's evil. <laughs> she's dancing the night away. Yeah. Right into the 1% where she belongs. That's right. And I changed them into their party wear. Oh, that was a good touch. I should have done that. I was tired of seeing them in there every day. Oh, that's the other thing. You should, I mean, unless you like seeing them in their pajamas, you should probably change them out of their pajamas when they start (laughs) the day. I did keep them in their PJs. I was like, if you wanted to change it, what if? Yeah. Snap to it. But they only change if they shower, really. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of dirty Sims, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, well, well. I never expected it to be you who has all the qualities we need in the 1%. Nevertheless, the tests never lie. Well done. You are fit to become one of us. I am afraid I must now tell you the harsh truth. The losers of the 1% will be left locked in the house until they pass on. We cannot risk our methods of finding our 1% linking to all sims. If you choose to come with us now, you will live a life of luxury with everything you need to live a long, happy life. If you choose to stay, then we must lock you in the 1% house with the others. Choose wisely. We hope to see you very soon. Dun dun dun. You could turn it into an escape room. Yeah, it kind of is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a really dark one. 
It's like what I thought escape rooms were before I tried an <laughs> escape room. <laughs> I was like, an escape room? That sounds terrible. I don't want to be put inside of anything that I can't get out of. No, thank you. So, yeah. Let's just talk about this house that Purple Thistles made. Mm-hmm. It's very twisty-turny. Yeah, it's structured like a maze, which I thought was interesting. I like the little hallway at the end before the dance party. The rooms are all color-themed. We skipped the names of the restrooms. They had special names, but you can look at it when you see the rules. Uh, I hate this house. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I I was like, well, whatever. (laughs) I decided to do the townie play because the first time I played through, I was like, fuck this. And I did my own own house because I was just like, I can't with this house. And then I was like, I should probably do the challenge according to the rules. So I did. At least once. Yeah, at least once. And I did. So. But yeah, I've got a chart that I made up that shows you the the room where the rooms are laid out, and it's like you go in like sort of a like a maze like thing, like uh, Melissa said. You're like go down and then left, right, left, the right. The, I think it's left. left. I guess for them. I anyway, it's like the a, right for almost us. a swirl, but not right. I had this idea of making like an actual build that was like in a spiral. Oh, that'd be cool. But I have no, no building skills mm-hmm. to speak of, and. Uh, Millie's too, been too sick to help out. She also did a proposed layout, um, which is funny because mm-hmm. she sent me this after I had already decided to do what I did. And it's very similar in concept where she has uh, the challenge rooms going around the outside, which makes a lot of sense to me. And then like the middle is just a common yeah. area and that's where you send them whenever they need to rest. Having all those separate restrooms mm-hmm. seems a little excessive. Although I guess since you do sp- send some of the losers back to a restroom, that does make sense. But the first time I played through, I thought they meant literally mm-hmm. restrooms like bathrooms. <laughs> oh, yeah. With with yours, Roxy, I, I did it, you know, same experiment, same group. But, you know, since I'd already done it, I was a little bored. So yeah. I kind of, the house piece of your lot is so gorgeous that I was like, um, I don't want this house to go to waste. So basically when the survivors were doing that day's challenge, I would allow the left behinders, uh, out. I would make them clean up everything in the house. And then (laughs) from one, when they did that to like the end of the challenge day, they could hang out and do whatever they want. That's a good idea. I should have done that. And then my Love Island people would have survived. So I have a question about Melly's design though. Cause she has um, doorways between Mm -hmm. each. You don't need a doorway between each challenge room. Yeah. You don't really, I guess. Yeah. So going back into the common room and that's where you go in and out. Yeah. Yeah. That. Her design is how I structured mine a little bit. It makes um, more sense this way, though. Yeah. Yeah, I like the idea of having one common room, but I wanted it to have more of an industrial feel and not like a a weird suburban flophouse feel, which is what the, <laughs> the Purple Thistles build has. It has the ugliest roof I've ever seen. I'm sorry. Well, roofs, roofs are hard. Roofs I feel like plural. the challenge room should be decorated really finely, but the common room that we stick them in should be like, bare bones that could be yeah yeah. like cheap like it's really just the cheapest thing nothing's decorated it would be kind of fun to see someone build melly's design i just i went on i wanted it to have an industrial look like this is you know in a remote abandoned kind of 
industrial area where no one's going to notice this challenge going down. So I found a warehouse shell Hmm. by a a simmer named Made by Coffee. Amazing name. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, then I, I decorated, you know, since it was shell, I decorated the house. So thank you for saying you liked it so much. I do. I like the the motif. Yeah. I like the separation. There were a couple like rooms on like the upper floor that were just their own room. So I don't know if you were intending to have that be like extra prisoner rooms. That kind of inspired my design. So cool. I kind of have added, built out some separate things. So the warehouse it has a. It's basically a warehouse, like a big empty warehouse with like a, an attached house, like you said. Mm-hmm. And then I tried to put like little areas for the other challenges, but I know I missed some, like you said, I missed the guitar challenge. You know what? I wonder, I wonder if it was there when I uploaded it, but I thought it would be really cool if the guitars were like the grim ghoul guitars. Cause yeah, those are the ones that I did. Okay. Yeah. That's the ones I did too. So I must've just uploaded it and forgot to put the guitars in. So I had <laughs> some of the rooms set up and gates for locking them out, but it was a little more complicated because it's a big, like, open warehouse area. So you have to work a little harder. But I still liked it, even though it was a little different. I liked it. The look was, yeah. it was worth it for the aesthetic. Roxy, how can we find the one that you built? And how can we find the original? On the gallery, I've got it under, like, various hashtags. But the name of the lot is Warehouse 1%. And the original, if you want the shell, is Made by Coffee. I'm also made by So you can do a uh, under the plum bob hashtag search and see other things that have been uploaded in our name. Excellent. Yes. That's the whole challenge. There's a um, lot of rules. Yes. Lots of rules. It may have taken me longer to like transcribe the rules than to play the game. <laughs> and make the sims i think making the sims took longer because i was like i have to oh no <laughs> if we do your challenge would you want to play under the plum bob members or do you want to see if we can get fans to submit oh god i mean this is pretty uh, sadistic I-, I don't know if we want to like even do this to our fans let alone our own sim selves like, this fans. feels like it's uh welcoming some some dark behavior I don't know. I want to see if I win. So I'm down. Okay. You have to at least use me in this challenge. We'll see if we get like 1% challengers. Yeah. Hashtag under the plumb bob challenge. And if you make your own version of this, like definitely want to see the builds. Definitely want to see. Yeah, write us about your gameplay too. You can get yeah. so creative with these builds because it doesn't. As long as there's a challenge and you can lock doors, you can do whatever you want with this with this mm-hmm. idea of the challenge, which is mm-hmm. really interesting. More create. I want to see what more creative people can do than me because I'm just like, this is. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I'm not creative, so we'll. See, I want to see what people can do for sure. Any final thoughts? Uh, I did have a fun thing that happened. <laughs> while I was playing. Since I had a full house instead of in the original challenge, they only have access to a fridge, which is really smart actually, because then there's no fires. I didn't think of that. And so they had access to a real house. Mm. And right as I was getting one sim brought back to life, one of the other sims caught the kitchen on fire. So I had like back-to-back notifications of Craig discovered the fire and Carmela has been brought back to life. So... I was like, this is mayhem. And I thought it was very funny. (laughs) 
Should we go right into a what just happened? Because there's more mayhem to share. Absolutely. You don't even have to be doing a challenge for crazy wackiness to occur in your Sims game. I just like the phrase skilling along that is written in this. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're right. I call this person console (laughs) Melissa. I was going to say, can I read it? It's my name twin. It is. It's console Melissa. Please tell us her story. So Melissa writes in, I recently had my Sims skilling along. I walked away for a minute. And when I got back, a ceiling light was on fire and no one can put it out. Turns out, sim fires put themselves out if you let them burn long enough. I later had an invisible fire in that same spot that set my sim on very visible fire. (laughs) Needless to say, I moved them out shortly afterward. Oh no. (laughs) She included a picture, which is so just textbook, like, why is this happening to me? (laughs) What Um, is going on? It's so great. And on rebate day of all days. I didn't know lights could, lights could catch fire. I don't understand how she caught a light on fire. I just <laughs> Look, don't. Look, electrical wiring. Is, you know, <laughs> Especially before Realm of oh my Magic. God. One of my favorite. Yeah. For Realm of Magic, you can set anything on fire and that's all I can <laughs> do. That's all I did for like 20 minutes. Fruitcake on fire. Fridge on fire. All right, Pyro. Ooh, fruitcake on fire. That's the best best end of a fruitcake. It caught the di- it caught the table on fire too. So I was like, ah, shit. And then I put it Hang out. on. Well, I didn't. Before when I read this, I didn't know you could set lights on fire, and I, I didn't know that either. And I did. I learned shortly thereafter that the scientist can set lights on fire. Like uh, I was watching James Turner or somebody, oh. and he like when you tran. I guess he was having a thing where he would transform the light fixtures with the the sim ray and they would catch hmm. fire and it's like it seemed like it didn't happen every time it was like i guess a, a fail percentage sure. or something but i was like oh there's a light on fire but i have no idea how this happened to, to poor console melissa because i don't think her sim was a scientist so it's just crazy wacky goodness he can be whatever he wants to be i love it good stuff man. all right her sim looks like he's like What's that smell? Is that my armpit? Oh, <laughs> shit, I'm on fire. <laughs> I had a time once where uh, the dryer was on fire. The family all ran to put it out. And this kid was standing in the hallway. Like, the family was in front of him. And the kid was in the hallway. And suddenly the kid oh, caught God. on fire. And I was like, how? <laughs> He's not even next to the fire. This makes no <laughs> sense. So maybe that was some of that invisible fire. I don't hmm. know. It's important. Sam's you wacky. <laughs> do you want to do a shout out caitlin since you're the one who's uh spearheading our campaign for apple reviews oh yeah and we're doing really good i was really i was like this is a shot in the dark but you guys are coming coming to our aid with my internal goal of 100 reviews so we got this review but it's by rosie epm from apple podcast so it's called The Sims Podcast You've Been Looking For. And it says, been listening to this podcast for a few months, and I look forward to each new episode. The hosts are brilliant, funny, salty, well-informed, and cover a range of topics from news, pack reviews, Sims lore, and more. Listen to the episode about gaming as a female. It's fantastic. It feels like you're sitting down with friends and talking about your favorite game. You guys. She likes our salt. I'm so excited about that. I'm so happy that someone appreciates our salts. And she gave us five stars. Yeah. We provide your daily dose of sodium intake. You're welkom. Mm-hmm. Or at least weekly. Mm. Yeah. Weekly. 
You're not <laughs> listening to these every day. Rude. So rude. So many people listen while they're they're playing The Sims, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. That's not a big deal. When I play uh, Sims, I'm mostly listening to podcasts for the most part. Yeah. Love it. I'm definitely not listening to the game. I'm the weird plays with no sound person. Me and Marissa. (laughs) Do you know and love Social Bunny? Well, guess what? It now has a scheduled time slot and will be hitting your feeds the third week of every month. With the latest Sim news, everything we can find out, we will share with you. Guru news. Pack news. University news? Question mark? (laughs) <laughs> and then Calplan is coming up with a little hit of Sims nostalgia. No Sims 4 discussion allowed. If you are not a Sims 4 player or if you just love the old games, this is going to be a great episode for you. For real. You can find us at PlumbobCast on Instagram and Twitter, Plumbob Podcast on Reddit, under the Plumbob Podcast on Facebook, Tumblr, and uh, also Twitch and YouTube. And our website is undertheplumbob.com, and you can get links to all of our things there. You don't have to remember all this. And please email us via our contact form or at undertheplumbobpodcast. Wait, it's undertheplumbobpodcast at gmail.com. You were so close. I know. And it wasn't the words. I forgot how email works. (laughs) I go at and then at. As I said, we're on Twitch and YouTube. We are bringing you weekly content on Twitch. Thanks to Caitlin who organizes that and gets us there. Yeah. <laughs> so go check out our YouTube channel, which has some Twitch content that's recycled and also new content like the 1% challenge with townies. Uh, we have a Patreon. We want you to join our Simizen simulation nation and we have discord and we talk to all our Simizens there and it's so much fun. And we have weekly and monthly challenges and lots of other discussions, including book clubs. <laughs> Yay! We're nerds all over the map. Yes, we love being nerds and we love meeting with our fellow nerds. And we have merch, but right now we have t-shirts, mugs, tote bags, and bandanas for all your bandana needs. Mm. Listen, kids, the holidays are coming up. They're around the corner. Ooh, and they have a bunch of sales coming up for the holidays, so... I'll keep promoting those on our social media as well. And uh, the bandanas, in case you're wondering, are there because Marissa wanted to get one for her dog. <laughs> oh, that's Yay. So But you could use them for any bandana thing. Last but not least, thank you for listening. Absolutely. We just want to share our fandom. Yeah. And we love your enthusiastic support. So you know all the ways in which you can support us even more if you so choose. Um, and happy birthday to my mommy. Ah! Happy birthday, Roxy mom. I guess we got to go back to the real world, guys. Go hang out with your mom. Stop killing Sims in a weird murder trap. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> we are all sociopaths. <laughs> I'm going to go eat Nutter Butters. Nutter Butters? <sighs> no one who's a sociopath could eat Nutter Butters. I love them. All right. Bye, everybody. Toodaloo. Bye-bye. Bye. Dag, dag. Do the sound, do the sound, do the sound.